chapter four, the 100 bear bun fight. We hurry to the money-making machine. How do you turn this thing on, I say? Easy, says Terry. You just flip the honey smash money switch to money and then press the on button like this. The machine whirls into action and money starts flying everywhere. Making money is fun, says Terry, as he jumps around excitedly, snatching money out of the air. Be careful, I say. Don't bump the honey slash money switch. Oops, says Terry, as he slips backwards and bumps into the honey slash money switch. The machine makes a weird growling, goggly sound, gloggy sound, as if the switch is... Sound as it switches from making money to making honey. Glug 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 glug. Before we know it, we're up to our knees in honey, pouring out of the machine in great sticky waves. Terry, you idiot! I yell. You bumped into the honey money switch. I'm sorry, says Terry, but it's okay. I've turned the machine off now. Then why is it still making that weird growling sound? That's not the machine, says Terry. That's actual growling coming from all those bears. Bears, I say. Yes, says Terry. Look. The day Terry flipped the machine from honey to money from on a money-making machine. On, from money to honey and, and the treehouse got flooded by money and all. The bears came. Bears, more bears, bears. Mm-hmm. Wait, I missed the page. Oh, yes. Um. Oh, no, says Terry. This is bad. No, it's... No, I say. It's actually good. They're eating all the honey. What about when there's no more honey left? Says Terry. The bears will eat us. Not these ones, I say. They're obviously honey-eating bears. Not human-eating bears. I think they must be bun-eating bears as well, says Terry. I point up to the bun-fighting level. Look, uh-oh, they're not just eating the buns, they're throwing them as well. <coughs> I take cover at Terry's tombstone. One of the buns hits him on the head and knocks him over. right, he says. This means war. Yes, I say. If it's a bun-fight, they won't. In a bun-fight, then it's a bun-fight. They'll get. We scoop up buns and we scoop up the buns the bears are throwing us and start hanging them back. Haha, <laughs> Miss Lee. So there we had a wild bun fight with 100 bun fighting bears. Buns in all types of buns and all types of flying through the air in all directions. Hot cross buns, cold cross buns, Boston buns, cinnamon buns, cream buns. Buns, out of date buns, hamburger buns, hot dog buns, refrigerator buns, hang on, refrigerator bun. There's no such thing as refrigerator bun. The bears are throwing actual refrigerators. Cut it out, you bears. I say, fridge throwing is totally against the rules of bun fighting. Look at that sign. Maybe bears can't read, says Terry. I think you're right. We better get out of the fort we better get to the fortress fast. And before before we get flattened by by a flying fridge or four flying fridges, as Terry says, Terry is four flying fridges fly towards us. Flee!
we make it just in time for just smash into the walls of our fortress because it's reinforced an extra strong fortress reinforced so it has no trouble with standing the fortress to trap how long do you think they'll keep it up for this is telling who knows they could go on forever or until the refrigerator vending machine runs out of refrigerators whichever comes first like if only Jill was here, says Terry. You could talk to the bears and try to make them stop throwing food. Hey, I know, says Terry. Let's call Jill. Good idea, Andy, says Terry. Jill! Within moments, Jill zooms down out of the sky and lands her flying clap safely inside the walls of our fortress. I heard you call my name as... And came as fast as I could, she said. What are all these bears doing in the free fridge house? And what are they doing throwing refrigerators at you? Well, I say, we were using the money-making machine to make some money, but then Terry knocked the switch to honey, and the bears start, came, in, came and to ate it up, and then they started throwing buns. And refrigerators, says Terry. Can you make them stop? Well, I'll try, says Jill. Bears can be very stubborn. I'll have a word with them. Stop! The bears put their fridges down and look at Jill. I'm very disappointed in you, bears, she says. This is no way to behave when you are guest in somebody's treehouse. One of the bears stepped forward. One of the bears steps forward and growls quietly up at Jill. That must be their spokesperson, says Terry. Jill turns to us. The bears say they're very sorry, she says. That's okay, I say. Uh, yeah, says Terry. It was, it's all right. The bum fight was actually a lot of fun. It was the fridges we had a problem with. You know, says Jill to the bears, it's almost winter and you should be setting down to serious hibernation. How come you all go to the cave and I'll come to your cave? Tucking. We do a nice bedtime story, perhaps even the 104 stories. The bears obviously like Jill's idea. They start jumping around excitedly, high-pulling one another. Bears love their bedtime stories. The spokesbear taps Bill on the shoulder and Jill on the shoulder and grabs in her ear. Jill turns to us and says, He wants to know if there are any bears in your story. Only about 100. The bears all start growling excitedly and do translate for us. They, they said, would you please come to and read it with me? Sure, she says. Sure, says Terry. We can do that. Yes, but we'd better finish it first. But we'll have to finish it first. Well, we'd better get going, said Jill. And let you get on with it. She climbed into her flying cat sleigh and called to the bears, Follow me, me and my cats will show you the quickest way home. See you all later, shouts Terry. And thanks for eating all the honey, which have taken us ages.